Well, it was yesterday that WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange, he was removed from the Ecuadorian embassy in London by British police after nearly uh, seven years of being uh, held up there, seven years of confinement. The WikiLeaks founder uh, finally reaching the end of a uh, long and contentious uh, asylum, and it's got uh, some concern about uh, free speech. Free speech advocates wondering uh, whether or not Assange really should have been arrested And if he has been arrested, what does this mean for freedom of the press, freedom of speech, and for uh, journalism in general? Or is Julian Assange, is he even a journalist by definition? Let's ask uh, Jeffrey Dvorkin. He is a lecturer and the director of the journalism program at the U of T Scarborough. He joins us on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Jeffrey, good afternoon, and thanks for the time. My pleasure. All right. First off, the charges against Julian Assange relate to uh, breaking into a government computer network and do not have anything to do, as we understand, with publishing. So why are freedom advocates, uh, why are they so concerned about this? I think Assange was quite brilliant to the extent that he took our concerns and even our obsessions about uh, freedom of speech and uh, freedom of the press and use that as a way to act as a political uh, agent, particularly. And so people may be responding to the idea that he is claiming some kind of protective coloration as a journalist, but I think what he's done is I think he's damaged journalism severely by pretending to be a journalist, but in fact being an actor who was complicit with a number of uh, people who have uh, tried to do damage to uh, political systems in the UK and in the United States. So in other words, there's nothing in Assange's background that uh, would suggest to you that uh, he has been a a journalist, uh, he is closer to maybe uh, an activist? That's my impression. Now, there are a lot of activists who are journalists, there are a lot of journalists who are activists, but I think in Assange's case, Uh, His motivation was entirely uh, rather negative. Uh, He has openly stated how hostile he was and is to uh, the Democratic Party in the United States in general and to Hillary Clinton in particular. Um, To whom is he ultimately answerable? He never talked in any way about where his money comes from, who his partners are, his whole activity uh, in WikiLeaks was a well-kept secret. And I think he took advantage of that with a lot of people who said, oh yeah, transparency, we like that, that's a wonderful thing, let's all be transparent. But the problem is there was no due diligence done to to WikiLeaks. And I think he's uh, proven himself to be, frankly, quite dishonest and very unjournalistic. All right, so are these uh, charges that were brought forward yesterday, are they, in your estimation, are they well justified that uh, we, we can now maybe get to the bottom of some of these questions uh, that you were just asking about Mr. Assange? I think that they charged him with crimes that they know they can get a conviction. The problem, Eric Holder, who was uh, Obama's uh, attorney general, didn't want to charge him with anything that could be construed as having a journalistic connection. What they've charged him with now is everything that is not journalistic. It's about uh, crimes, about breaking into computers, hacking, all of these things that don't necessarily have a journalistic connection. So to that extent, I think they're being rather, rather clever. 
All right. Having said that, uh, should people be concerned about press freedoms? Uh, if, if they are, should they rest a little easier knowing what you've just said? Should journalists be concerned uh, when it comes to freedom of the press over this? I think accountability is the missing link now in every every aspect of journalism. Who is a, a news organ? What is a news organization doing it? Who are they doing it for? Where does their money come from? And to me, the most important question is, to whom are they ultimately responsible? Are they responsible to the public? Or are they responsible to their funders? All of these things need to be made more clear if we're going to have a kind of journalism that we can trust. Okay, could this arrest, though, do you think, Jeffrey, have a bit of a so-called chilling effect on uh, other journalists? Uh, are they going to need to be naming their sources? Are they going to be questioned about that? Are they going to be held responsible if, say, a source comes to them that happened to do uh, what Mr. Assange is uh, uh, at least charged with, or uh, at least uh, it is uh, thought that he broke into a government computer system? I, 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 think, I think journalists are going to need to take more care. They're going to have to do more due diligence about who is coming to them with a story, why do they want to be held uh, uh, anonymously. Um, All of these questions, in order to create a kind of journalism that can be trusted by the public, is now more essential than ever. And I think Julian Assange's activities have damaged the ability of journalists to operate in a way that they once did. That may not be a bad thing, though. I mean, if if it creates a, a culture, a journalistic culture that is more accountable, I think that'll be good. And to that extent, I guess we owe Assange a, a very small debt of gratitude. Well, that was going to be my next question, whether this is a good or a bad thing of moving forward for uh, journalism, because uh, I, I hear what you're saying there, that uh, you know, if we keep journalism uh, more accountable, obviously that, that that's a good thing and something we all want to see. But at what cost uh, are you know journalists are they going to be now I guess afraid to come forward with uh, what are stories that uh, need to be told if they know that they can't uh, protect their sources? Well, th- and you're right. That's that is the big problem. And uh, right now we're looking at an environment where uh, there are fewer. We have fewer abilities to keep secrets. The uh, the surveillance culture that the digital culture has created for us makes it much more difficult for journalists to meet with a source, uh, certainly not to call a source. And, and at a time when news organizations are, are being forced to do uh, less with less uh, because of the economy of journalism, um, I worry that we're not going to get the quality of journalism that we need to have in order to have an effective democracy. Sure, but uh, again, if uh, somebody can't protect the source, or whistleblowers, or people going to come forward and tell stories that need to be told and need to, to be investigated if they know that there is no protection or that uh, protection might be uh, compromised, and uh, will many people do the uh, calculation that uh, the risk uh, far outweighs uh, whatever good might be done? I th- I'm still a kind of a naive optimist on these things. I still think... Uh, there are enough journalists around who want to do the right thing. And I think there are enough citizens around who want journalists to do the right thing, but we just have to make sure that we're uh, bold about it and, uh, and not intimidated by, by what the consequences could be. We need really good media lawyers around now to help us defend. All right. We will have to leave it there. We're going to watch this as it progresses forward with interest. Jeffrey Dvorkin at the uh, Journalism Program at the University of Toronto. Jeffrey, appreciate the time with us. Thanks so much. My pleasure.